Welcome to the information technology sharing. All right, so I resolved to create this new episode for this week so I can share my challenges and regarding Exchange 2013 and what I did to really <laughs> find out the bottleneck or the problem we had. So usually when you work for a mid-size or a big company, if you're not using uh, Office 365 or any kind of cloud solution, you have to rely in a in-premise configuration, on an in-premise configuration. That means that you have to really uh, plan your deployment and sometimes even plan your transition, your migration from, for example, Exchange 2010 uh, to 2013, and so on, 2016, and the, the most recent one. So we we had this issue, we migrated from 2010, 2013, and all the emails, the inbound and the outbound, were, were working well. But uh, in, in a sense, we had this issue of some uh, external vendors from China, India, Brazil, Spain and other countries, they they were not receiving our emails. And sometimes we even weird, uh, like a vendor was, going, was receiving an email from our company as usual. And after seven replies, the, the eighth one was, was sent to the spam uh, on their site. For sure, in, in IT, it's easy to, to blame and but my, my boss asked me to research more about everything, scrutinize all the configurations. So this episode is just for those that have spent hours uh, re reviewing all the exchange configuration and specific for Exchange 2013. So first of all, I started checking the Exchange admin and following all the standards. When I say all the standards, I'm referring to two books. The first book is Mastering Microsoft Exchanger, Exchanger Server 2013 by David Elfazi, uh, Cybex. This is from 2013. And the second book is Mastering, and it's just a second, no, this is the same book. The other book is Pro Exchange Server 2013 Administration by Jeff Wasilius. Uh, publisher is APRES Pub in the same year, 2013. And I was following all this, uh, the advice since the, the, mo the most level configuration and like activation of cer certain protocols, checking SSL, checking the communication, doing some tests with PowerShell, checking all this sender ID policies We're using the exchange uh, shell command, using the administration mode and I didn't find anything. And I tried to take several screenshots and nothing. And at the same time, we had in our, uh, I would say, uh, inbound, we have a Barracuda uh, that helps exchange to really reinforce any kind of spam. And I checked all the Bar Barracuda uh, configuration, nothing, no. I checked even if, if our AV was blocking any kind of file or any kind of access, I use these internals to really find out to really find out if there is any 
kind of access uh, from any folder for any kind of services services that were not uh, I would say giving Windows was not giving rights to that folder and I didn't find anything and I started like having pages of pages of recon uh, I would say not reconfiguration but just checking checking in all exchange data and checking also the inbound outbound uh, I would say from certain users uh, even in contact some vendors and just make sure that we, I was following protocol even though I had two books about exchange 2013 full access but I didn't find anything until until I I said okay let me test the headers and if you don't know what, what is the headers you know, on, uh, on in any email you have to really research that uh, so I, I went to, to Outlook to, to Outlook 2016 and I checked the headers and I got the headers and I went to three website websites to check the headers so the first is mextoolbox.com uh, forward slash email headers dot ASPX. This web this website mx 2 box is one of the oldest that checks headers, any one of the best, and it's free. And uh, I would say even several official books they they refer to that website and it's still alive and helps uh, you to check all your exchange email configuration. And in particular, I was checking the headers, doing this analysis, and what I found was kind of, we had a, a poor encryption, but that poor encryption would not, I would say, retain or would not change uh, any kind of email from being sent or from being received. So I kind of skipped that part of the encryption, for sure, taking a note and in the near in the near future improving that encryption the mta encryption but i said not not for now i'm not going to dive in on into the encryption issue so i went to another website that to check the headers called spamcheck.postmarkapp.com so this is spamcheck also kind of research your domain if if there is any kind of flag in your domain over the internet because sometimes we have so many AVs, so many software, so many, I would say, appliances that would block emails. And that's uh, sometimes some, some companies, they just uh, automatic block because there is some kind of the, something on the signatures. There is some kind of uh, different behavior that uh, raises that flag. And the last one to check the headers is mailheader.org. So if you want to dive in into your headers and check how other companies uh, receive your emails those three websites mx toolbox span check and mail header are the best okay let's come back to the to the what i found researching the the mail header so on the on the first part i didn't find anything uh, quite as i said quite dangerous it's just a poor encryption uh-huh just that <laughs> But I found something that uh, in one of the this is this span check or mail header analysis showed me that we didn't have in our uh, in our site uh, in a in specific 
when we set up our website and our domain with GoDaddy, we didn't have our SPF uh, properly configured. And one of these websites, the MX Toolbox, showed me that, saying, okay, you have four problems. One of the problems is uh, you're you unable to connect to the remote server, and that was usually fixed. The second one was the DNS record not found regarding the SPF, the sender policy framework, another one about the DMARC, and another one about uh, MX, MX uh, uh, which say uh, DNS record now. So all, all are easily, I would say, fixed. And in general, I research all those four problems, the all, all of them regard, related with the DNS uh, in somehow, because we didn't, in, in, when I say not somehow, but at some in, instance, when we were configuring Exchange 2013, we had this issue uh, of not following proper, proper, pro proper policies in general, and not following the manual, and not preparing ourselves in a in a proper manner. So, in general, if you don't configure the most important from those four, the MX, SPF, the Mark, and HTTP issue regarding the header, is the most important is the SPF, the Sender Policy Framework, because if we go to there is several maps and this mind maps, this flow chart or flow chart mind map or any kind of diagram. You see that I am the sender. So my email goes to the internet for several hops and goes to another company, uh, inbound mail server. Okay, that company, they, they can have uh, like a check, a check max, okay. Let me check if uh, if there is any sender ID framework from that email. And that se sender ID framework is gonna check, okay, is that uh, a valid IP? And is that is that IP the same IP that that company has on their on their header? Because there, there are many ways to spoof that. You can, that's why this is so important. When you are receiving email, sometimes it's possible to to kind of fake, né? and you can create an email with a domain that you're not the owner. However, it's very difficult to fake the, the SPF, the sender ID framework instance, because that is pointing to your DNS. And, and who, who is going to validate your emails? So that's, that's, what, that's why it's very important to configure that. And if that is, it's like authenticating, say, okay, no, I know that DNS, I know that, I know that MX entry. Yeah. And if you don't know what is the MX entry, do, do a NS lookup on your mail uh, server and you're going to find yeah, uh, your configuration. Go to your DNS, snap in and look for all IPs and all entries on the forward, reverse forward, understand your framework, understand your uh, architecture. So that's gonna, if, if that's gonna match the, the, the sender's uh, DNS information regarding the mail server, so that's gonna pass. And that's gonna go to your reputation data. And that, that reputation data can be found on, on several types of companies uh, that checks 
the the reputation of some domains or some emails in general and that reputation could go okay I'm gonna send to the inbox to the junk to the quarantine or to the block delete in our case we have the barracuda so barracuda is gonna filter and say okay I see that the the reputation of this email proceeds so let's just send let's just pass that and goes to the inbox some for sure this is not a perfect uh, uh, architecture uh, infrastructure because sometimes even though you are receiving uh, the the s the sender id framework né, or the spf né, the sender policy framework if that is proper configured however however if the email the the subject or if there is any uh, suspicious attachment that send that sender id framework could 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 be changed and also barracuda or any other software could change the reputation of that uh, email so it's not a simple simple equation what matters is we as it professionals we configure following the standards and sometimes for sure there are exceptions that we have to do we have to work and those exceptions uh, we have to deal in uh, each 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 basis then each case each case for uh, I would say for its specifics so that that's the map that I, that I want to share and uh, I, I love that map when I found because I understand all the process and after research about this SPF and I just a side note if you research uh, over the internet there there are several links that are broken on the Microsoft site so you cannot create your SPF anymore using the Microsoft uh, page you're gonna find out that in, from several sites if you're gonna try to create your SPF there are certain uh, I would say caveats one is when you do your the command on the shell on the exchange management shell is just find out here it's send get it's get it's a powershell command get dash sender id configuration or better get dash sender id config so when you do that you're gonna get all the details about your exchange not all but most of the most of them and most of it of it so you're gonna get three main important is the stamp status this is the default setting it stamps an additional header on the message and the server continues processing. So see over here, it stamps an additional header, again, the header. And here they are saying it, it, it is also possible to bypass certain sending SMTP domains using the bypass sender domains parameter. So they this book, uh, they, this is the Microsoft Exchange Server uh, let me see just get over here this is the Microsoft Exchange server by David Alfazi publisher Cybex so he's saying that sometimes you can uh, put th this is the command set dash sender ID configuration dash spoof spoofed domain action reject dash bypass sender domains at Microsoft.com so this is gonna set uh, if you want this is going to set it up Microsoft as another layer of check for your header. 
So and sometimes we this is this could be a good configuration. I found out on several websites showing that if you put Microsoft as uh, I would say another layer of defense, another layer of check that could help you to make sure that your email would uh, reach the de the destination. However, this is this is also used by hackers hackers when they when they want to make sure that their email <laughs> would be sent. Uh, and not be get not be I would say blocked by any software or appliance. All right, and finalizing my my research after uh, several pages and several annexes, uh, I suggest also there is several SPF testing. Uh, you just Google SPF uh, testing tools. You're gonna find several that will double check if you if you you uh, type your domain and. What is your SPF configuration after setting it up on your uh, internal site, or if you if if your website is is set it up with GoDaddy or any other host, just uh, get that information from 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 the configuration side. That's not so difficult, and you can double check that and make make that correct. Okay, I have to say that this is not so simple. It sounds simple, but when you, if and if you use like IPv6 and IPv4, uh, be careful. Uh, if you are including several domains, several servers to authenticate your emails, also put all of them. So make sure to be that this SPF uh, would be a redundant, redundant command. And I think that's it. I hope you guys and, and girls learn something with this exchange 2013 chapter uh, say episode and thank you very much and let's continue just to learn and and find new challenges thank you very much have a nice day or night